This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you once again to the Warning Radio program. Also, those that are watching on social media, or television, welcome. My special guest today is Ray Gebauer. He is an investor strategist. He's also an unlicensed holistic health doctor. He's been an interim pastor. And he's going to discuss today strategy for transformation. Ray, welcome to the warning program. Thank you. I'm really happy to be here. And sure. Well, I'm glad to have you. Strategy for Transformation. Why don't you tell us maybe just a little bit about yourself and then tell us about what is this Strategy for Transformation? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I've been in ministry in different forms for 50 years. Okay. And so I've been around and I've had my share of disappointment and disillusionment with what I've seen and and how um, people tend to really settle for so much less. Okay. And, you know, people are struggling, especially these days. People are in a lot of stress and there's stress overload. I feel deeply concerned about some things that I'm going to discuss today. And I believe there are answers to help elevate people to a higher level, you know, particularly transformation. Most people don't go around thinking about how can I be transformed. It's not part of our regular vocabulary, but that's what God wants for us. Why don't you explain a little bit more about transformation? Well, the root word is is formation. We, we talk a lot, a lot about information, which can be useful, but you know that can be the booby prize, just getting a lot of information. Uh, there's deformation, but then there's transformation, which means a, ch- a fundamental change that takes you to a higher level. Okay. And that's God's desire for us, and he tells us exactly how to do it. Says, you bet. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So, you know, that's the key general strategy. We've got to change how we think. Wow. And that's a major problem for some people, to renew their mind. They get yeah. caught in a rut, and, and you can't get them out of it. Yeah, a lot of people are stuck in a rut, and they don't even hardly realize it. You know, they don't have faith or hope. They feel despair, disillusion, feel like giving up, and like they have to settle for where they're at and just... I mean, 78% of the population of working adults are living paycheck to paycheck. I mean, that's a lot of stress. Wow. And we're drowning in stress, stress overload. (laughs) Wow. So talk a little bit more about renewing your mind. Renewing is similar to the word repent, actually. Repent means to change your mind. In uh, Romans 12, 2, where it uses the word renew, it's a little different. The Greek word there means to, to lift up. 
to, to change your thinking in, a, in an elevated way. So you're thinking at a higher level. Okay. You know, basically at your God's level. So if you think properly, then that's the way to re, to, for transformation, which is what we all need. Personally, the, the whole country needs transformation, but it starts with, with you and me and us, you know. Yes. Good. And I, I think that, uh, you know, you, you made a remarkable statement. 78% are living from paycheck to paycheck. So you, you got to get out of that. And, and in order to do that, you have to think a different way, don't you? Yeah, people are so occupied with just survival and just making it through the week or through the month. And so there's not really much room to be thinking about, well, how do I get transformed? They're just trying to keep their head above water. So people aren't, you know, even thinking about transformation. Yes. You know, unless they hear about it in the church, but then it's just a concept. It's so abstract. Okay. But that's what we all need. We don't want to be settling for where we're at. We want to go where God wants to take us. Yes, yes. So transformation, what does it involve then? <clears throat> well, going to back, what, back to what Paul said, it's by renewing our mind. And that's still sort of abstract. So how do you renew your mind? What way do you renew your mind? And that's what I was getting at. Yeah, yeah. So you know, from all my Bible studies, I've concluded that you know, the ultimate, highest, most important principle in Scripture, and I think this is not controversial. I think it's really clear. Jesus said this— he identifies this as the greatest commandment. Okay. Which, that Jehovah is one, and we need to love him with all of our heart, soul, our mind, and our strength. And our neighbor as ourself is the second one. That's right. So I feel that is the ultimate strategy. The way to renew our thinking is to become in, go in alignment with what love really is. But the problem with that, with what I just said, is that love is such a, a vague, abstract concept and unfortunately, it's seriously flawed in how we think of what love is. Okay. I mean, just ask Google. You'll find out. It says love is an affection. It's a feeling. You really think that's what love is? I mean, we say, I love ice cream. I love pizza. I love sports. I love my car. I love God. I love my dog. It's really come down to love meaning in our culture, you like something. I, I like I, You don't love ice cream, but you like it. But we've merged liking and, and loving and don't have the full concept of what love is. Yeah, because certainly what you just said is not God's definition of love. Exactly. So what is uh, the dimensions of love? I'm glad you asked that. <laughs> uh, let me start with the metaphor. It's sort of like four wheels on a car. It works really best when you have all four. Okay. Or a baseball diamond. It's good to get on first base, and second base is even better, but until you get to fourth base— complete the round you don't score you don't get any points you That's really right. need all four dimensions if you want to have a you know good grip you need all four strong fingers one or two isn't really going to t- you know do it right and um, and one of our clues for this um, is in the greatest commandment it says it gives us four ways to love god to love god with all of our heart with all of our soul with all of our mind and all of our state so what's the difference why didn't you just say love god with all your heart so that's one of the clues in Proverbs, I think it's 25 too. It says, it's the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings to search it out. So some, oftentimes God doesn't clearly define things. You have to read all of scripture and put it together and figure out what, where's the buried treasure. It's not always on the surface. Correct. So what's the first one? First dimension. 
Well, they all start with the letter C. Okay. The first dimension of love, which corresponds to loving God or each other with all our heart, is probably the most obvious one, which is caring. Caring or compassion. That's like getting on first base. We see this in the nature of God, in the way Jesus operated. He, he had compassion for the multitudes. And so we need to care about God and who he is, his reputation, his glory. We need to care about others, care about ourselves. So that caring compassion is really the first dimension. But you need the other three, of course, but that's where we start. I think what is part of that is we have to care enough to make some changes. Yes, exactly. you got to care enough to make changes. You, yeah, if you don't care, nothing's going to happen. Okay. So the first dimension, or if we want to say the four C's of love, is caring. Yes. In fact, let me back up and, and uh, intertwine a, another metaphor. A gymnologist determined the value of a diamond or gemstone by using four criteria. Okay. And they call it the four C's. Sure. And so they look at... So how much is that diamond worth? Is it worth $500, $5,000, 5000000 How do you know? Well, you look at these four criteria. So the first criteria is is color. You okay. Know, in the case of a diamond, you want no color, you know. But they look at the color, whether it's an emerald or jade or diamond. So that's one factor. Then clarity. You know, are there flaws? Is, is, is it clear? The third criteria is the cut. You know, the angle which they cut it because a certain angle will optimize the light coming straight up and it'll be more brilliant because of that angle. So you have to cut away some part of the, the diamond or gemstone. And the fourth criteria, fourth C, is the carat, which is actually the weight of the diamond. So that's how you determine the value of the diamond. Now, I realized that 14 years ago, God gave me this revelation that those four Cs correspond to the four dimensions of love. So the color of love is is caring. Okay. Uh, what corresponds to to clarity it's like being on a cell phone you have a good clear connection and so it has to do with connecting connecting to God connecting to each other so that's the second C we, we, we need to be connecting you know foremost to God and that's part of how we love God you can't love God if, if you, you're not connecting um, and in the bigger picture of longevity, uh, law studies show clearly that the number one factor as to how long you live wow. is your degree of social connectivity. Really? Yes. Even more so than diet and nutrition, as important as that is, God designed us to connect with him and each other. And so if you're not connecting, you know, you're not loving, you know, it's, or this partial love, you know. So, that, so the caring... Uh, connecting, and then the cut. When when you cut the diamond, uh, you're still you're not cutting away the bad part. You're cutting away good diamond so as to get the right angle to maximize the the brilliance of light. So that corresponds to commitment because when you commit, you're cutting away the other options. When you commit to one woman as a man, you're cutting off all the others and and you're committed to one person. Okay, but let's let's go a little bit more deeper into connecting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think uh, what you got to connect to your dream. Yes, that's true too. You got to connect not just to God and to others, but you got to connect to your dream. What is your purpose in life? What is your calling? What does God want to do f- through you? You got to connect to the right people. Yeah. The who is more important than the what. Yeah. And we so much focus on what, and what's far more important is who are you connecting to. Yeah. 
like World Ministries International, my vision. Uh, I've got to connect to the vision, and I've got to have the right people helping me extend the vision. Yes, exactly. Or we'll go nowhere. We're not called to be lone rangers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're designed to be a family, a community, a team, and work together. So I think the right people is very important. Yes, connecting to the right people. If yes. you can connect with the wrong people, and they'll 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 destroy you. Yeah, David in the Psalm says we become like those with whom we associate. Oh, there you go. You, you worship the idols who can't see or hear. You become like them. You become blind yeah, to death. Yeah, you know? yeah. So the quality of people with whom we associate makes a huge difference. So we want to be, you know, somewhat selective. We love everybody. Sure. But you want to connect to people that are the same wavelength or even higher than you so you can be inspired and have more confidence. So connection is probably the most critically missing element in our society, both spiritually and socially. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the warning program right now, whether you're watching it on social media, Rumble or Roku, YouTube, etc. cetera. Uh, we have about 40 podcasts or listening to it on radio, uh, our warning radio program, shortwave program. Special guest is Ray Gebauer. Again, Ray Gebauer, investor strategist and unlicensed holistic health doctor. Uh, he said he's been in ministry for roughly 50 years. He was an interim pastor in California at one time. And we're talking on transformation. And we, he broke it down to the four C's or the four dimensions of love. So he talked about caring. He talked about connecting. And you were getting into committing. So get to the third one, Ray. Committing. Yeah. What's it all about? So so third base is, is yeah, committing. Is committing. <laughs> And obviously, this is a really high value to God. He wants us to commit. If you, when, you be, when you're too casual, you become a casualty, whether it's talking about driving or your spiritual life or your physical health. So most people are way too casual. Yeah. But God calls us to commit. Commit 100% to Him. Commit 100% to your spouse, you know, to your children. Commit to God's kingdom. It says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So... So without commitment, love is very incomplete. And so you, so that's just an essential element. Now, some people are committed to something, but they don't have the other elements. Like um, you know, Paul said of Demas, Demas having loved this present age has deserted me. Love this present that's the word agape there. So he had love in the sense that he was committed, but to the wrong thing. That's why yeah. he deserted Paul. Yeah. So we got to be committed to the right thing, or really more to the right people, starting with God, because without commitment, you're not going to last. You know, it'd be like a vapor. You can just, you know, you'll be here and then gone. Yeah. And that's reminds me of what I spoke last week in a, a message in a church. Life is a vapor. Yeah. Life is a vapor. But you don't want your love for God to be a vapor. No, you don't want that. You don't want that. <laughs> yeah, God talks about having a fountain of life in us, you know. And fear of God is like a fountain of life, you know. So, yeah, commitment is fundamental. You've got to have that. Otherwise, you know, it's like just missing one of the wheels on the car. I think, I think you have three levels of commitment. Yes, yeah. Yeah, thanks for reminding me of that. <clears throat> Any commitment's good, but the lowest level is I'll give it a try. Yeah. It's, it's better than saying, well, I'd rather die, and you at least give it a try. <laughs> <you know? laughs> but that's relatively weak, and it may not, probably won't keep you in the game long enough to, right. to score. 
but to make any transformation. Exactly. Yeah. So the second level is much better. Is is well, I'll do the best that I can. Sure. So that's a higher level of commitment. Do the best you can. Well, the reality is your best may not be good enough. Yeah. Yeah. And probably isn't. That's why we need other people. We yeah. Need to connecting to other people, God's grace and God, and um, and find the resources. You know, maybe get more training. Whatever we need, working with the right people. Uh, go beyond what you can do on your own because we're all limited. We'll have our blind spots. But the third level of commitment that I think we need to uh, aspire to and embrace is stated this way: "I'll do whatever it takes." Wow. Um, to borrow a quote from one of my mentors, he says, "Over, under, around, or through, whatever it takes, I will do." Hey, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, you know, we're talking about transformation. We're talking about the four um, dominions, dimensions of love, and uh, transformation. You has to be change. You have to be willing to change. Change your mindset. And I like this because some people don't seem to be able to change. I mean, you can scream at them and they don't seem to be able to change. Doing whatever it takes over, under, around, or through. Did you hear that? Whatever it takes, I will do. Whatever it takes, <laughs> I will do. Don't give me your excuses. Just do it. Yeah. Th that's what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. That's good. And that's in the context of what love is. That's... The if you want to optimize your life and be fully alive and, and optimize your happiness, you got to live life God's way, the ancient path. You, know, <laughs> you got to get on good. the ancient path, the way that's good for you, and then walk in it. But then it goes on to say, and you'll find peace for your soul. And then it says in Jeremiah 6, 16, but they said, we will not walk in it. So most people, they just don't get it. They think, well, their way is better than God's way, as if they're smarter than God or something. And they just, they don't, Take the ancient path. They do it the modern way, their way, and look where that's gotten us as a country. Yeah, you know, on an individual basis. Now you are totally correct. I really like that. Doing whatever it takes, over, under, around, or through, I will do what it takes to do. What, whatever it takes, I will do. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever <laughs> it takes. Yeah. I'll do. That means there's no more excuses. Don't give me your. I'll, I'll try. I'll do the best I can. Just do it. I mean, that's what you want as an employer. Yeah, whatever it takes. Yeah, I, I don't care about I'll do my best. <laughs> I want you to have that idea and that commitment. I will do it no matter what it takes. Exactly, yes. Or else find another job. I mean, that's what I think as an employer. Well, if you don't have what it takes to make it happen, your vision happen, your dream or whatever it is, then you connect to the right people to help you to do it. You get people that will do whatever it takes. Yeah, and surround yourself with those kind of people. Don't yeah. try to be a lone ranger and do it yourself. Yeah, it's or don't. Surround yourself with bad people. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you you're down. saying. Yeah, pull you down. Yeah. <laughs> pull you down, weigh you down, burden you down, <clears throat> depress you. <laughs> okay. So you gave me three, three dimensions of love. What's the fourth? The fourth one is critically important. This is like the action element of love. I mean, think about if God was sitting up in heaven and, and he said, you know, I, I care about these people so much. And you know, I really want to connect with them, and you know, I'm really committed to what's best for them. But if it stopped there, we'd be in trouble until God took action. So God, so the fourth C is creating value. God wow. is our creator, right? But He doesn't just create 
whatever. He creates value. And so for us to love God or love each other, for me to love you or, or whoever, I've got to think about not just caring, connecting, and committing, but how do I create value? What action do I have to take to enrich your life to help them get to the next level? Because I'm responsible not just for my transformation, but through the principles of love, helping other people to go from glory to glory and to be transformed. And just by our transformation, just without even a word, that can have a positive impact. But we want to be speaking and have conversations. And sometimes you got to start with repentance because that can be, uh, you know, uh, stop the whole show if you don't repent and say totally. you're sin. Totally. Uh, but, but, but you have to be taking actions. And so I like to think of, but not just taking action, that's how it's expressed, but you're creating something. You're creating value. That's what God does. He creates everything he does. He creates value. He created the world. He created, you know, redemption, you know, we, you know, the kingdom. You know, it's all about creating. You know, Peter says we are partakers of the divine nature. We're creators, too, uh, on, a, on a lower level. Yes. He says we have the mind of Christ. He yes. Was, he was spiritual, judges all things. Yes. And so we got to see ourselves not just, you know, poor sinners saved by grace, but, you know, people who are creating value. And we're caring, we're connecting, we're committing, and creating value. Those are the four important dimensions of love. And the creating value corresponds to the fourth criteria in, in evaluating a gemstone, which is a carrot. That's the weight of the diamond. So without the carrot, you don't have much. So the weight of love is the creating value. Wow. And uh, like you said, even valuing yourself. Including, yes, yeah. So you've got to have a <clears throat> part of valuing yourself is to honor your temple, which the Lord commands. Yes. By design, we are all creating value already based on our programming. We're all programmed. We need to be reprogrammed a lot. <laughs> But you know, like like eating junk food, you're creating some value because you, it's convenient, it, it, it tastes good, but it's the, the, then you pay the price later on. Yeah. So you want to be creating value at a higher level that gives you long-term benefits. Yeah, you know, I call it being seduced by the dark side of pleasure. You know, we all want pleasure, but if you're focused on short-term pleasure, like eating junk food or doing things that you know, even like entertainment, you know, it has its place. But if that's your whole life, you know, watching YouTube videos or playing video games, you know, you're not you're creating some entertainment value, but not value of substance. Sure. So we want to create value that makes a difference in the world, difference for ourselves, taking care of our temple, honoring our temple, creating value for ourselves and for each other. So when we start to think in this way, apply these four dimensions to every situation, every problem, I think this is the ideal strategy in renewing our mind and you know, optimizing our life. So what you're talking about basically is you need to position yourself for success, not failure. Yes, and position yourself by renewing your thinking in terms of the four dimensions of love as really the only pathway to transformation. Wow. Caring, connecting, committing, and creating value. 
Yes, and one other thing you can do that, that's helpful is you, what you measure and report you know, is greatly enhanced. So when you can measure all these on a scale from zero to 10. So introspectively, how am I doing? Am I caring? Which can vary from different people. You know, so zero to 10, is my caring at a seven? Is it a nine? Is it a two or three? How about connecting? For a lot of people, that's like a one or two, including with God. So how are you doing on the connecting one, zero to 10? On your commitment, how... Where are you on the commitment? Maybe your commitment's nine or ten with God, but the connecting is is pretty low, or with your spouse, and zero to ten on creating value. How much are you thinking of it and actually doing it, creating value? Zero to ten. It gives you a way to evaluate yourself. Another way to evaluate others, because He was spiritual, judges, evaluates all things, and it gives you a convenient way to actually measure how you're doing and other people are doing. You've been listening to the Warning Radio program or watching it. Uh, if you're watching on our social media. Uh, platforms, go to my website, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org. You can see the channels we're on, both radio and television. You can see the different platforms we're on and podcasts. And um, if you if you can't watch it on one of these forms, you can watch it or listen to it every day just on my Via my website, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org. Again, my guest, Ray Gabauer, Ray Gabauer, and I'm going to have him on real soon, maybe tomorrow. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.